Hey folks, Michael here. I hope you enjoy this 4th of July special. Just so you know, this is not counting towards the 13 episode order for season 2. This is a bonus episode. So after today, there's still 3 episodes left before season 2 comes to a close. Episode 11 will drop around July 15th, and then the two-part finale will air in August. Now just a heads up, I am going to keep the release windows on the finale episodes a little looser than usual because the episodes are pretty big and jam-packed with crazy sound effects and all that stuff, and I want to make sure that they're top-tier quality before I put them out in the world. At the most, they might get pushed back a week or so, but they'll definitely be out in August. Then you'll have a Halloween special in October, and then a Christmas special in December. Just wanted to keep you all in the loop. Thanks. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to a special 4th of July edition of the Backwoods Radio Show. I'm very excited about today's episode because I get to share with all of y'all how we celebrate Independence Day here in Dog Snout County. Speaking of which, I have just been looking all over the place for my fireworks. I've searched high and low, and I just can't seem to find them anywhere. What the... Damn it, looks like my interns got a hold of them and used them to create an escape route. <sighs> Shoot, I better see to this. I'm Squatch Ronson, and you're listening to the Backwoods Radio Show. You get back here, you worthless little turds! We got cannibal children and youth mandators, razor blade candy skin traders so please come on down and be the lucky ball bearer for discarded guts from bloody wendigo terrors right here in Snap County Dog Snout County is in full swing as residents in town are preparing to celebrate the 4th of July. We take great pride in creating handmade flags here in Dog Snout County. It's a tradition that goes way back to the dawn of America and has been a staple here ever since. Mothers and fathers gather round with their children and together they stitch and weave handmade American flags, which we then hang all over town. While hanging flags is commonplace for most folks' 4th of July celebrations, we tend to do things a little bit differently here in Dog Snout County. A lot of time and preparation goes into the flag sewing, so much so that folks have to start gathering materials two weeks prior to the holiday. Actually, it's a bit of a holiday in and of itself. Residents congregate downtown, dressed up as their favorite founding fathers, and then roam the hills of our little slice of heaven, armed with machetes and axes, as they hunt down tourists and harvest the skin off their backs to use as fabric for the flags. And believe it or not, this tradition actually dates back to the very dawn of these fine United States. Now, I'm sure most of you know the story of Betsy Ross and how she sewed the first ever flag for this country. But what they don't teach you in elementary school is that Betsy Ross didn't use fabric at all, but rather human skin. 
you see George Washington himself enlisted Betsy to create the first flag to honor the birth of this nation. And believe it or not, George Washington was actually a cannibal. That's how come he had wooden teeth. Because he had chewed on so many human bones that all of his teeth had shattered. And the great thing about wood is that it really soaks up liquid. So the blood of his victims would just kind of sit in those chompers and he could suck on the blood throughout the day. And that powdered wig of his wasn't a wig at all. It was actually the scalp of a British general. And it was that same general whose skin Betsy used to sew the first flag. Now the reason we start acquiring skin so long in advance is you gotta tan the human hide a bit so that the final product doesn't rot off the flagpole. Once the hides are tanned, families take to painting them white and of course, add a little blue square in the corner. As for the red stripes, some folks simply paint them on while others like to get a little more creative with it, harvesting human intestines and stitching those onto the hide. Of course, no American flag would be complete without the 50 states, so to represent that, what we do is we carve a bunch of stars out of human bone and we hot glue those bad boys onto the hide. And voila, you got yourself an American flag, Dog Snout County style. The 4th of July Fest is held down at Lake Lamprey, just off the main drag. Now, the lake gets its name from all the lampreys found inside of it. If you don't know what a lamprey is, well, technically it's a fish, but it's more like a giant leech that can get upwards of two feet long, at least in most of the world. In these parts, they can grow up to be about seven feet, probably due to the radioactivity. I'm sure that sounds like a hazardous place to hold a festival, what with the children running around and what have you. But we take extra precautions prior to setting up the event. But what we do is we round up as many people as we can, specifically fishermen, tourists, or horny teenagers that we catch finger-banging each other in the bushes down by the old abandoned Jesus camp. Once we got ourselves a good haul, we tie them up, stick them with a little knife, and toss them into the lake. But... We always make sure never to mortally wound them so that the lampreys have plenty of fresh blood to suck on. So by the time the fourth rolls around, the lampreys are pretty well stuffed and don't pose a threat to any of the patrons attending the festival. We also have food trucks lined up with all sorts of goodies like hot dogs made out of the pigs that King Pork decapitates, fresh brains, compliments of the bludgeony buffet, and of course, elephant ears, which we hack off of actual living elephants. Though, all of the zoos in the tri-state area are starting to wise up to us and put new security measures in place, making it a heck of a lot harder to get those sweet, succulent elephant ears. Of course, we could just do things the old-fashioned way, like how most of America does elephant ears. Deep fry some dough and then cover it in sugar, but eh, it's just not the same. Something about feasting on the ears of a borderline extinct animal, I don't know, just makes you appreciate being alive. Anyways, the food trucks ain't the only attraction at the 4th of July Fest. We've got all sorts of carnival games set up, like the classic game of balloon darts, where you throw darts at a balloon to win a prize. Only instead of balloons, we use women that we capture from down in LA, ones with big fake breasts, and then we toss darts at those and try and pop their implants. 
And then, as a reward, the kids get to pick out a stuffed animal. Not like a sissy plush doll, an actual stuffed animal. Personally taxidermed by Daddy Longbones himself. It's really just good, clean family fun. Oh, and how could I forget? We also have a dunking game where Nickel Smart sits up on a platform and you toss a human head at a lever and if you hit it, he'll drop into a pool of piranhas. The kids just love that one. I know, you're probably wondering, why Nickel Smarts? Shouldn't it be Necro Nancy since she has the ability to reanimate? Well, we've pitched that to Nickel Smarts, believe me, but he insists on doing the piranha dunking game himself. In fact, the whole thing was his idea. I know you're probably thinking that the game is rigged, but no, it's totally legit. Nickel Smarts actually ends up in that tank of piranhas a few times a day, and every time those little razor-toothed fishies take to him like flies to shit, devouring his flesh and picking his bones clean to the point that all that's left is his skeleton. And then poof, there's a big burst of confetti and Nickel Smarts is right back up on the platform. But the strange thing is, despite his reappearance, his skeleton still remains in the pool. Every time Nickel Smarts dies, he leaves a corpse behind. And even after he shows up again, that corpse doesn't disappear. By day's end, there's like a baker's dozen Nickel Smart skeletons in that tank, which certainly harbors some mysterious implications about Nickel Smart's entire existence. Uh, some folks think it's a sort of parlor trick, but I'm not so sure. I don't believe that Nickel Smarts is a man in a clown costume. I think he's just a clown. Inherently, some sort of eternal troublemaking entity. The manifestation of chaotic evil. It's as if, in a strange way, the world needs Nickel Smarts in order to remain in balance. And when one Nickel Smarts dies, another takes his place. As if the void of his existence causes the universe to give birth to another evil clown. Anyways, I could go down that rabbit hole all day. Now, where was I? Oh, right. The fest. Now, once the sun starts going down, yours truly will introduce a local comedian to do a short set to really get the audience riled up. And I won't spoil the surprise, but we nabbed ourselves a real legend for this year's festival, and I think folks are just going to go wild for him. And then after that, Gary sings the national anthem with the help of Alpo Hyde, otherwise known as the Dope Wolf. Alpo can really shred on the guitar like no other, and sometimes when he starts shredding, his wild side comes out and he transforms into a bloodthirsty werewolf, which has resulted in quite a few casualties at past festivals, but Alpo has given me his word that he's going to try his damnedest to contain the dope wolf today. But just in case, as a countermeasure, I'll be bringing some cloves of garlic with me. Just pop one of those in Alpo's mouth and it'll set him right as rain. Now, sometimes he's a little reluctant to take the garlic, but I've got that covered. I'll be bringing some peanut butter with me to hide the clove inside of. A little trick I learned with my interns. Sometimes they just won't take their cyanide pills, so I started hiding them in peanut butter. And as a countermeasure to the countermeasure, 
I'll also be bringing a revolver loaded with silver bullets. Can't be too careful. And after all that is said and done, we arrive at the main event. No 4th of July celebration would be complete without fireworks. But, per usual, we like to switch up the format in this town. We don't simply put mortars inside of cannons and blast them off into the sky. We prefer to use human vessels for our display. Families gather round downtown with their blankets and lawn chairs and watch as we gather up particularly unpatriotic folks and strap them full of fireworks and shove mortars down their throats and blow them to smithereens. It's truly a sight to behold not only do you get those glorious bombs bursting in air, so to speak, but you also get this beautiful crimson rainfall as the blood of the exploded blankets the audience, painting downtown red with fresh human gore. Now I'm sure you're wondering exactly how we select the victims for the main event. What constitutes as an unpatriotic person? Well, lucky for us, we have the most patriotic man in America living right here in Dog Snout County. Well, he's sort of a man. I guess he's more like a, what you call it, a, a chimera. The Emancipator, we call him. Which brings us to the segment of the show that I like to call That Special Someone. Y'all have probably seen the Emancipator roaming about town today. He's kind of hard to miss. Though his body is that of a man, his head is that of an American bald eagle. He's always fully equipped with an arsenal of ammunition on his person and conveniently has a semi-automatic shotgun fused with his right arm. And as a cherry on top, he wears an American flag as a cape that flutters triumphantly in the wind as he cruises around town on his ATV, blasting the sultry sounds of Ted Nugent as he hunts down heathens violating our sacred constitution. He's almost like the Santa Claus of Independence Day here. If you're good, then you're gifted with admission to the Dog Snout County Fireworks Show. But if you're bad, well then you get to be the fireworks. But before we get into how the Emancipator selects his victims, it's important that I tell you how the Emancipator came to be. Many years ago, the Emancipator was a normal, average human man by the name of Joe Newman. Now, Newman wasn't always a patriotic fella. Believe it or not, he was one of those hippy-dippy vegan social justice warrior types. And worst of all, a proud supporter of socialism. He was always protesting outside a town hall, calling for gun control, condemning the eating of human flesh, and all that nonsense. And I mean, he was extreme. He truly despised America and was always calling for the dismantling of the establishment, preaching socialism while trashing capitalism, that kind of stuff. And one day, while doing one of his protests for, oh, who knows what, a resident drove up on his ATV, an American flag hanging from the rear, a shotgun mounted on the side. 
and from his radio that resident began blasting the music of Ted Nugent to drown out the cries of Joe Newman. And see, that really irked Joe. He socked the resident right in his jaw, hijacked his ATV, and sped off with the intent to crash the vehicle. But then, Newman spotted something up in the sky. It was none other than the mascot of these fine United States, the American Bald Eagle, the representation of everything Joe Newman hated. He grabbed the shotgun from its mount and began chasing the eagle. He spotted a mound of skeletons in the distance and put the pedal to the metal, zooming up the skeleton pile which sent him soaring through the air. He was now level with the eagle. He drew the shotgun and took aim. But then, something happened. It was as if time froze, like the world around him had suddenly stopped. The eagle halted in midair and turned to him. Joe stared into the eagle's eyes, sitting on an ATV, shotgun in hand, the American flag fluttering in the wind behind the vehicle, the patriotic anthems of Ted Nugent flooding the ether around him. It was in that moment that Joe Newman finally understood what it meant to be an American. Then Joe collided with the eagle and together they crashed into the plasma pool, fusing the two of them together and transforming his arm into a fully loaded shotgun. That day, Joe Newman drove into the plasma pool a communist and drove out the greatest patriot the U.S. of A. had ever known. Emancipator is pretty strict when it comes to following the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and all that. He treats the Bill of Rights like Moses treated the Ten Commandments. And if he catches you violating the values of this country, then there will be hell to pay. I once saw a couple having a spat outside of Bonesaw Billy's appliance outlet. and After a while of arguing, the husband told his wife to shut up. And then, boom, the Emancipator drove in on his ATV and decapitated the husband with a machete that had the Declaration of Independence carved into it. Of course, the man's wife was baffled. She asked the Emancipator why he had decapitated her husband, to which the Emancipator replied, Because, you know, he has the head of a bird. But then he pulled out a copy of the Bill of Rights and pointed to the First Amendment, which clearly condemns the restriction of free speech. And by telling his wife to shut up, her husband had violated her First Amendment right. Yep, the Emancipator certainly takes these things quite literally. Too literally sometimes. On another occasion, Bobby Joe and his wife-slash-sister, Selma, were renting an apartment. And being a lover of arts and crafts, Selma likes to harvest human body parts to make decorations out of. 
Selma had a whole bunch of human arms in her fridge. But the fridge ended up kicking the bucket and those arms started rotting and really stinking up the place. You could smell it on every floor of that apartment building. And needless to say, their landlord was none too happy about it. So, one night he broke into their apartment using his skeleton key and took to tossing all the severed arms into a garbage bag. And the moment he tied that bag shut, the Emancipator came soaring through the window on his ATV and impaled the landlord with a spear that had the American flag mounted onto it. Before he died, he asked why the Emancipator had done this to him. And the Emancipator pulled out the Bill of Rights and pointed to the Second Amendment that clearly states that every U.S. citizen has the right to bear arms. That's how literally he takes it. And I've seen the Emancipator do far worse for far less. Now, I've personally witnessed him disembowel folks for letting their flags touch the ground. I've seen him light folks on fire for threatening to move to Canada. Shoot, even a whisper of anti-American jargon, and you just might get peppered by that shotgun arm of his. Needless to say, the Emancipator takes the values of America to heart. And unlike some of the politicians in this country, left or right, red or blue, he believes that the Constitution is a sacred artifact that should not only be treasured, but followed unquestionably. So much so that he believes that anyone who violates the groundwork of the American dream should suffer the wrath of the American nightmare. And that's why the Emancipator is not just our special someone for this week, but a true American hero. I gotta get down to Lake Lamprey, folks. I'm the MC for the event, so I gotta introduce our special guest. And as a little treat to all of you, I'm going to broadcast the set live for you so that you can join in on the fun. I'm going to click off right quick, but don't you go nowhere. I'll be back before you can say spontaneous human combustion. Welcome to the Dog Snout County 4th of July Festival. Now how's everybody doing tonight? Alright, alright, simmer down. Y'all don't stop cheering and I'll have to sew your mouth shut like I do to my interns. Now, I just got the word that the Emancipator has just pulled up on his ATV, dragging behind him a trailer full of a whopping 200 human fireworks. Let's hear it for the Emancipator. Now, while he sets up for the fireworks show, we've got a special surprise guest coming up to entertain you. Please welcome to the stage, Dog Snout County's favorite stand-up comic, the one, the only, Inside Out Boy. Oh, 
I just flew in from Los Angeles and boy are my arms tired from holding in all my internal organs on the plane. You know, performing stand-up is a lot like having sex with a new person for the first time. You're sweaty, nervous, and your audience is screaming and horrified at your hideous, disfigured body. stuffed. I had to have eaten at least 12 elephant ears. Whew. Good times, but always feels good to be back at the studio. What? What's that? The Emancipator has just pulled up in front of the radio station on his ATV and is now idling. And now he's getting off his ATV. Hmm. I wonder what he wants. Maybe he's swinging by to reminisce about the festival? Christ almighty! Got to find cover. What did I do, Emancipator? What did I do? My flag ain't touching the ground, is it? Come on, Emancipator, you know me. Nobody loves America as much as Squatch Ronson. Damn it, he's turning this crate into Swiss cheese. All right, Squatch, just just wait for the reload and and then make a run for it. Alright, that that should hold him for a bit. Where the hell are those fireworks? 
are. Oh, come on, you poultry bastard. Come on. Sparklers. Ah, oh, ah, ah, quit pecking at me. Ah, oh, where are you taking me? Well, well, the cellar? What about it? All right, all right, I'll unlock it. Jesus. Come on, what's all this about? Just, just tell me what I did. What, the, the interns? Well, what about them? Ah! Their mouths? Okay, yeah, you got me. I, I stitched their mouths shut, but that's just so they wouldn't scream for help. I mean, that ain't restricting free speech, is it? Uh, they can still write a manifesto, you know? Ah! Oh, right. They can't write manifestos because I... Uh, cut their arms off to make human limb effigies to scare off the Kilimaris, but uh, I mean, I, I didn't do that to impede on their right to bear arms. I, I was just trying to protect the town. If anything, by sewing their mouths shut, I'm ensuring that they can plead the fifth, right? Ah! Wait, 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 wait. Just, just, just hear me out, all right? I'm a libertarian, you see? I believe that in this country, a man has the right to do whatever he wants. And, and that includes the capturing and torturing of tourists. I mean, shoot, what I do here in this radio station is no different than what they do down in Guantanamo Bay, right? And I mean, that's, that's government sanction. Christ, I can tell I ain't getting through to you. But, but just give me one more chance to change your mind. You see that box over there? In the corner. Yeah, that's filled with all the clothes they had on them when I captured them. Now you just take a look in that box and you tell me that what I'm doing here ain't American. That's right, Bernie 2020 shirts. Now don't you see? These ain't American citizens. They're socialist pigs a direct threat to the great institute of capitalism, the heart of this country. Now, if that ain't in conflict with your love for America, well then, I don't know what is. Now, you wanna still turn me into a human firework? That's your prerogative. I can't stop you. But if you kill me, you'd be killing a true American patriot. Am I dead? Oh, oh, you shot the interns. Whew. Well, Emancipator, I appreciate you showing me some mercy. I guess you should be on your way, huh? Probably gotta start wrangling up more traders for next year's celebration. Always good to get an early start. Ah, ah, what are you doing? Come on, man, I, I thought we were past this. Uh, what are you doing with those fireworks? No, please. I don't want to go out like this. Uh, think about Gator Gary. If you, if you blow me up in here, then he's going to be cleaning me off the walls for weeks. And, 
going to host the show? Who's going to give the people of Dogstown County their news? Ah! All right. All right. <sighs> Screw it. Let's get it over with. I always hoped I'd blow up one day. I just thought it would be in terms of the podcast popularity. I didn't think it would be literally. All right, then. Get on with it. Wait. Before you kill me, I've got one question for you. Where's your cape? Oh, would you look at that? Seems like in all of this commotion, you dropped it. And if I'm not mistaken, that cape of yours was an authentic American flag, was it not? Look, there it is, lying on the floor, collecting dust. What a travesty, a sin against the greatest country in the world. Some might even call it treason. And you know what gots to happen to treasonous pigs, don't you, Emancipator? If you truly believe in the values of America, then you know what has to be done. Oh, shit, I can't believe that actually worked. Oh my god! Oh. Christ, you scared the devil out of me, Gary. I thought maybe the emancipator laid an egg and some of his little chicklets were coming to get me. <sighs> you, you killed the emancipator? No, Gary. He killed himself. But why? Because he was a patriot, through and through. He truly treasured the sacred traditions of America. So much so that even he was not exempt from his own merciless punishment. That's how much he loved this country. Uh, help me up, will you, buddy? Uh, you gonna be alright, Squatch? I'll be fine. Only thing he hurt was my pride. Oh, and uh, the interns. But luckily, I still have quite a few locked up in the shed, so it shouldn't interfere with production none too much. <sighs> Anyways, I suppose we should see about closing out the show. You want to take us out, Gary? It would be my honor. Oh, say can you see By the dawn's early light The Backwoods Radio Show is produced by me, Michael LaRusso. Special thanks to Tinkerbuff, who inspired the character of the Emancipator with his awesome original cosplay. Tinkerbuff is a horror host and reviews all things creepy and crawly. You can follow Tink at Tinkerbuff underscore on Instagram. I'll be dropping that link in the show notes for you. Today's episode also featured the vocal talent of Andrew Parker, who wrote and performed the part of Inside Out Boy. Andrew is the co-creator of Crypta, a hilarious audio drama available wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the show, everyone, and I hope you have a great 4th of July. Try not to blow off too many of your fingers, kids. Gave proof through the night that our flag was
still there? Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave? God bless America.